once forged in the fires of PR and journalism, Curtis Dewar and Corey Westbrook united to create C-Squared. Now on our podcast, we interview musicians and other industry professionals to give you an inside look on how to take your music to the next level. Hello and welcome to another edition of the CGI podcast, which is Curtis and Gaia go insane. And we do on this podcast, what we do every week is we talk to people who are going to be on our upcoming C squared underground music special compilation. And one of the individuals who is going to be guesting on our compilation is Sarah Jezebel Diva of the band Torn Between Two Worlds with Chris Wren. And she is guesting today and we are going to be giving her the, the third degree about the song and we're going to talk about a bunch of things. It's going to be a lot of fun. Welcome, Sarah. And I'm giving it over to Gaia. Hello. Hi, Sarah. I'm super excited to have you on a podcast today. Um, I had a lot of questions for you. Um, first question, I want to ask you if you could tell me a little bit of how you um, d- decided like to start this new project with Chris and like how it was like to, to record. Did you record at home? Because I know you have your, your own setup. And yeah. um, so those are my questions we're going to start. <laughs> So me and Chris, we haven't done anything since, well, 2004. And it's not because we didn't want to. It's just because I prioritised other things. Um, I prioritised being a backing vocalist and being in other bands over Antoria. and to be fair, yeah, it was a, a big, big mistake because God has a plan for us all. Did so well, did so well. It got such a good reception. Um, but I suppose me being comfortable as a backing singer, being in the background, uh, yeah, I favoured that. And then obviously Chris and Tommy had their family. Um, I suppose they couldn't wait for me forever. Uh, maybe it was a confidence thing. I don't know, but Antoria faded into the background. Um, so me, to be fair, me and Chris didn't stay in touch constantly mm-hmm. from 2004 to 2021. We lost touch. Uh, well, we still had each other's information, you know, to get in contact, but um, we said hi now and then and we did want to try and do something it just never came together one of us was always too busy um so maybe a few years ago we got in contact again and started doing some music and again I demoed my vocals um and we didn't do anything um life just got in the way life always gets in the way um I got married, had a child. Um, so yeah, nothing really ever happened. It never happened when we said it was going to happen. And we tried and tried and it just failed. Um, just, I guess we didn't prioritize it enough. And then um, Chris knew I was learning Logic Pro X. Uh, he knew that I was getting equipment so I could record at home. And I think maybe at that point when he knew I was really serious about doing something, um, he found one of the songs that we'd done a few years ago, which was The Beauty of Deception. 
and he'd been working on it. He'd found old files and this and that, and he made it what it is today. Um, I never expected it. I wasn't, all I was expecting at that time was a professional, because that's what Chris is, uh, a professional teaching me how to use Logic Pro X and how to record and hit the record button. And if the computer blew up, what to do, uh, you know? Um, yeah, he surprised me and um, yeah, he reduced me to tears because I wasn't expecting the beauty of deception. Um, and that's how it started, you know, and that was, oh, November, I think, something like that, uh, 2020. And I thought, well, okay, he's serious, I'm serious. Um, we can do this. So yeah, it's taken a long time for me and Chris to work together again and to produce something and get something out there, but you know, better late than never. And also we're very lucky to have a very loyal fan base, very loyal. Um, I'd say very few have turned their backs on us. Um, everyone kept asking for an explanation as to why we weren't doing anything. And it just seemed the right time. I guess, you know, there's a lot of, negatives and i hate to use the word covid19 because i think everyone's sick of it now mm -hmm. <laughs> but COVID-19 has had some benefits for some people you know uh us so you know mm -hmm. we've given people what they want oh uh Lindsay keeps messaging me <laughs> by timing <laughs> if anyone can message Lindsay, just let her know i'm doing the podcast I'll, I'll do it. I'm, I'm gonna message her it's fine <laughs> no she sent me she sent me an updated version of our song and uh i heard it today and uh i think it's amazing it's gonna be i think absolutely amazing and uh, i love Lindsay's vocals they're just so natural and pure you know mm. they've got so much emotion and she's like oh i want to you know redo my vocals i'm like don't because they're lovely they're they're beautiful but yeah so if anyone can message Lindsay tell her to give me like half an hour I just told her I was like stop messaging Sarah she's on my podcast so she's like oh no I'm sorry my bad <laughs> no it's cool it's cool so, yeah. so you know so that's what me and Chris are doing now it's taken us a long time to get to this point and obviously as you know we've got we've released three tracks now and um, the response has been amazing from what we can see and the feedback and yeah, couldn't be prouder really. So. That's oh, amazing. Do, do you guys have plan of like having like a full album in the future? I, you know, I think again, going back to COVID, it's affected mm -hmm. so much. I don't think anything is certain right now. Um, Chris has a business he has a recording studio and it's a big thing for him and he must put that first so let's say we have plans um, but anything can happen anything can happen I mean I don't know I, I know people are flying now but people have been double jabbed and still getting COVID um, mm -hmm. conspiracy uh, you know, the conspiracies everywhere of, you know, or if you've got a great immune system, then you're not going to get it. Well, that's already proven to be 
false in a lot of people's cases are oh, well then they must have had an underlying health condition it's like well no they've not had an underlying health condition they're not 90 years old and I think people are still a little bit of afraid of flying and you know I've got my child to think about I, I do mm -hmm. so taking a flight right now um it's kind of out of the question for me uh, but of course me and Chris would love to get together seeing as we've not seen each other since 2004 but we would mm -hmm. love to be in the same area and we're called together it would be amazing so you'd need to do that you need to be in the same country I think really for us to be on the same page to do a full album but right now we potentially have an EP so baby steps you know baby steps Sure. I feel like Curtis had a question. Yeah, I see you. <laughs> I, 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 I was trying to ask, ask uh, if I could ask. But um, so, Sarah, just just back to uh, one second here. So you've done three singles so far. Out of the three, uh, we're releasing one on, on this compilation. Hopefully I'm not stealing guys' question because if I am, I'm going to feel really bad. Um, you've released three songs so far. One of them is going on our compilation. Why did you pick this song? To be on the compilation and not one of the other two um i don't know um i think because it was it feels stronger you know it feels stronger um the, also the feedback that i've had from other people is that it gets better and better and better which is fantastic to hear whether you agree or not, it's lovely to hear. It's that person's opinion and we respect that. Um, but this one, I don't know, I can't, I can't tell you. I suppose this one was like, yeah, we've got here, we, we're doing it finally. And I don't know, a lot more work went into it on my part as well. So, I mean, they're sure. all special. They're all special. The fact that I can hit the record button is phenomenal, you know. Yeah. So I can yeah. actually do this in my home now, you know. So, yeah, Just, I'm proud of all of them. But yeah, there's no real reason, I suppose. Sorry. Cool. Fair enough. That was my question, guy. I have two questions. Um, I'm gonna start with the first one. Um, about the home studio. Um, did you find it? hard to do the switch from like recording by yourself and like recording in the studio and like how do you find having like your own studio is it like a better experience for you oh totally different totally different you know when you're in a recording studio someone's hitting that record button for you mm -hmm. when you're on your own it is a lot harder a hell of a lot harder I'm not a professional when it comes to the recording thing at all on my own I'm still learning so uh, yeah the fact that if you're in a studio someone's doing it all for you they're controlling everything if they don't like a take they can stop it you know it's totally different um it can be a bit annoying as well and it's a lot more time consuming a lot more time consuming so I have to fit it around work and I have to fit it around my son and yeah whereas if I go to a recording studio it, I'm there for that time and that's my job and that's what I'm doing so mm -hmm. yeah, I'm still learning still learning i think you've been like doing an incredible um, work so far okay you yeah. can be really, really proud of you 
Um, my other question is about the music video um, that you release uh, on the song that's going to be on compilation, All Eyes On Me. Um, like, I remember seeing your post asking people like to send videos and like the response was amazing. And I, I just want to like have your, your feedback on the experience, like having to ask your fan base to help with the, the, the music video, how it was. Well, not one person told us where to go, <laughs> as in, no, I'm not going to do it, you're rubbish. And I was, <laughs> it was really, really nice when all these people are enthusiastic about helping you and watching you succeed and they want you to succeed. Um, I don't think anybody that submitted a video did it just because they want to be in a video. I think everybody that did it genuinely wanted to do it um and I did start off by saying I don't want anybody wearing makeup um just because I wanted us to all be as natural as possible because it's about being judged but then mm -hmm. again I'm like, oh well you know people do what they want to do and you know um I want people to feel comfortable and I think that was the biggest thing so if people put some makeup on yep cool go for it it's how you feel as long as you know that people will judge you you know what it's like out there. Um, you know what the internet trolls are like and the computer warriors and this and that and whatever other names we have for them, you're going to be judged. So I'm like, do the video if you're comfortable doing it. Only do it if you're comfortable. Um, we kept the comments off of the videos because you know what, again, what some people can be like. They want to look special for a few seconds and they mm -hmm. want people to hit a like button if they come out with something that they feel is funny. I didn't want anybody to have to deal with that because you could tell by some of the videos that some of these people didn't have the most confidence, you know, mm -hmm. um, but they still did it and hats off to them because, you know, as I said to you, for me, this is probably my first visual podcast. I hate it. So to have these, these people submit a little video of themselves, mime into a song, I think they did amazing. And I was touched. We were both really touched the amount of videos that we got. And we used every single video. We used every single video. There was only one girl, unfortunately, that didn't get in the video. She took it in the car and she was speaking the words and I think she misunderstood. Oh no. Emailed mm -hmm. her back, you know, you need to mime it to the song in time, bless her. And she didn't get back to me, but that must have been hard for her, you know. Mm -hmm. As I said, didn't hear back from her. But yeah, getting people involved, it kind of it touched us a lot. Yeah, you know, let us uh, know what we meant to them. So it was good. That's amazing. Yes, go. Okay, so what made you agree to go on camera with us, Sarah? Well, I've got a gin and tonic in my hand and uh, I've been praying to God for a power cut. Yeah. So at any moment, there could be a power cut. There won't be. There won't be. There won't I might. Be. <laughs> there won't be. There won't be. Well, you never know. You never know. I've trained my husband very, very well, and he's in the bedroom drinking alcohol, and you never know he could fall over all those shoes that I left in the hallway, fall through the door, hit the light switch. You won't know. Um, or, yeah, I mean, you just don't know what's around the corner, do you? But no, I, I 
what why did I do it? Because I've got to grow some balls. I like it. Yes, I'm being judged, aren't I? I'm being judged. Yeah. Fair enough. Maybe I, I I get it though. Like I was very shy the first few times we did the podcast. Now we're like I'm, I'm getting used to it, but like it's 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 a, it's hard. <laughs> I did and, bully. And, yeah, you bully me. I, I believe say, the lack of light isn't my fault either. That's Mother Nature. Just so you yeah. know, I didn't pray that hard. Where you know God turned daytime to nighttime that quickly. Quick, God, podcast is about to start. Take the sun away. You know, I just, uh, I haven't got the right lighting. I've been trying for ages. And one of the lighting, as I told you, it looked like I had a beard. And I thought, no, screw that. I'm not appearing on my first ever podcast with a beard. (laughs) That would have been hilariously bad. Oh, my God. That would have been awful. Um, Yeah. So, Sarah, okay. So, so Sarah, let's get back. Let's just back to the topic of the song just for one second. I'm going to give it back. So, um. What kind of inspired you to actually write a song about people being judged and stuff like that? Was there a specific thing in mind? Oh, God. I mean, I've had so many experiences that uh, you got to bear in mind half of those lyrics were written about four years ago. Sure. Um, so I don't overly remember what was going on in my head at the time. Um, but as I say, if you go back, you know, you guys are, you know, well, you're not Gaia, you're probably quite young. No offense, Curtis, you're a little <laughs> bit older. Just I'm the same age as you, I think, aren't I? I think so. No, but we've all probably had experiences where mm-hmm. we've been judged. And what we do, what we are doing right now, we are going to be judged. And I just thought it was the perfect time. I kept the melody, you know, um, and I just thought it was the perfect time to just write about being judged. But even if you look at some of the Antoria songs, um, they cover those type of subjects as well. You know, like, do you see me now? If you listen or read the lyrics to that, again, it's about, being judged and the consequences of all of that you know yeah um and i think there's also that little part of me that wanted to write those kind of lyrics to say a huge f-u-c-k-u to anyone who is judging us because we're the ones that have got the balls to sit on this camera and talk and be judged At the end of yeah. the day everything i say and you say are going to be on the internet forever now well until yeah. the world blows up so you know which yep. probably isn't that long. Um, not to be not to be positive <laughs> or anything. But you know, every single thing we do, I think we've got balls doing this, you know. I really just I've always said that I don't think there's any such thing as crap music or anything like that. It's just a personal taste, isn't it? Um, you know, so I suppose as I say, this is just my way of going. Yep, do what you want, think what you want, say what you want, couldn't care less. I'm 44, not four. You know, I left school ages ago. If you don't like someone or something, crack on, get on with your own life, focus on doing something good and, you know, leave us to it. That might sound, well, it's not supposed to sound arrogant, but there comes a point in your life where you do think like that, you know. 20 years ago, um, I'd be afraid to walk in a room 
full of people that are really famous and you don't know if they're looking at you or what they're saying. Now I couldn't give a damn. I couldn't give a damn. You know, I'm raising a child. You know, I don't want to be associated with that kind of negativity anymore. And I just turn a blind eye to it, you know. Yeah. I mean, one thing, too, that I is my own personal opinion on is, I mean, the people that do the judging, too, are usually people that are the least self-confident themselves and they're taking it out on the other person right they want to gain mates they want to gain wrecks and they want people to laugh at their jokes because it makes them feel special but i suppose you you have to feel sorry for people like that you know Um, again if you let that affect you and it's taken a long time for me to to think like this but if you let that affect you then it holds you back and it yep. stops you living your dream. And that yep. might sound all fairy tale, you know, but it's true. Stop you from living your dream. So just get yep. on with it. I agree. Guy, I'll let you go, go again. If I suddenly go red, by the way, it's because I'm drinking this gin and tonic. I don't drink much. It's not because I pooed myself on camera. Okay, just so you know. Sarah, you're amazing, I love you. No. No, it's true. It's not not true that I pooed myself. I mean, I'm not used to drinking alcohol and automatically I'm going red and I'm sweating. And I'm like, is it the menopause? <laughs> is it the menopause? Is it the alcohol? Or have I pooed myself while Curtis is talking to me? It's um, a mix of everything. <laughs> I, I'm supposed to be doing some shows with Mortis next year. And uh, that's on the Mayhem tour. And I'm absolutely dreading it because they're all used to drinking. I can't drink anymore. I don't know. I've tried to drink and half a glass of wine and I'm pissed as in a bit drunk, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I, oh God, someone else is texting me now. Can you bear with me a moment, please? <laughs> Go for it. We are okay, back. Awesome. You're back. We are back. No, you are back. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I had a question like for you. Um, if you could give any advice to someone that's starting like their career as a senior, what would you say to, to them? Don't do it. <laughs> Go get a job in a gas station or something. What? Um, I'm joking. Oh, good. <laughs> if you're starting out, be... You have to be very thick-skinned. You have to bear in mind also that, oh, my God, there's a spider crawling over. the. Okay, we'll forget the spider. Um, Yeah, um, you have to be very thick-skinned, very thick-skinned. I don't know what the scene is like, if I'm honest, now. Um, If if, if you'd asked me this question... um, 10 15 years ago I would say be thick-skinned and I'd oh my god that door closed behind you Curtis do you have a poltergeist well no my wife came down to do the laundry in the basement so so she's the poltergeist I'm just checking just checking just it's checking. All so that's practical to have a poltergeist that do your laundry I, yeah. I, one one. Poltergeist I, hope, I hope I'm not ruining your interview no, oh, no it's fine it's this, fine this it's great. fine it's a fun interview <laughs> lots of fun so yeah, so 10, 10, 15 years ago, whew, the state of mind I was in, I'd, I'd say, don't do it. 
don't do it. It's so sexist. It is so mm -hmm. sexist. And then, and unless people see pound signs in their eyes, they won't <laughs> want to touch you. Um, I'd say it's very money driven. Your success, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's changed now. I'd like to think that, um, you know, I've, I've come back, as it were, come back, I'm doing music again. And I've noticed that there are so many female musicians now. Like, it's like it exploded overnight, but obviously not because it's been 10 years. And good, absolutely fantastic. It must be really pissing some men off now. You've got men there who've been trying to drum their whole life and then suddenly this woman comes along who's hot and sassy and she can do blast beats you know that must be annoying so many or the, I've been watching some of these female guitarists I don't know their names but oh my god they are phenomenal the singers that are out there right now are phenomenal um so 10-15 years ago I'd say very male-dominated scene especially when I started, very male-dominated. Now, not so much, not so much. I don't know what the comments are like. Um, I don't really read that much stuff, but some of the things I have read seems a little bit less sexist, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So I think now a woman starting, she's got a better chance than what I did 20 years ago. Definitely. Definitely, I think there's a lot more support for women now. Um, and I think there's a lot of women out there that wouldn't put up with that sexist BS now either. Um, but then again, it all comes down to the money. Your success is based on money. I really do think that, you know, someone signing you, it's if they think you're good, they'll sign you. It doesn't matter what the fans think. It's whether that person that's got all the money signing you thinks you're good enough mm -hmm. which is really sad because you know the saying is don't judge a book by its cover you could miss a good read yeah you know i've always said i've always said that you know um if i had probably stayed in cradle of filth i would have got a lot further because I had that name tag behind me. I think when I walked away from that, I think my chances dramatically dropped, you know, for being successful, which is really sad, really sad. And that's what I think, that's genuine, genuinely what I think. I also think that if I was thinner, and I speak very happily about that, I don't want people going, oh, she's putting herself down. No, I'm not, I'm being realistic. If I was thinner, I would have got further as well. But you know, I'm not, get over it. You either like me or you don't. Uh, and I don't take that to heart anymore. That's why I think me and Chris don't really want to know a record company. It's all fake. I mean, there's some, don't get me wrong. Again, don't get me wrong. Take listenable records. Uh, in France, phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. I have nothing bad to say about those people at all. Even to this day, I can email Laurent and he will give me some form of advice or support. 
that's one record company that if I could go back with, um, I would love to. I really, really would. But I also understand business, you know. They've got to make the figures. And if we're not going to tour, which we possibly won't tour, because, again, it's all about money. Money makes the world go around. It really, really does. Yeah. Well, one thing I do want to point out, Sarah, is that um, I, I, I know you're saying, I know you said that you that you feel like you, you weren't as successful after leaving Cradle, but I mean, you still have like a really tight fan base still. Mm-hmm. That's quite, that's quite large. So, I, I mean, I, I know what you're saying, but at the same time, I, th- I think you, you've still kept the name, even though, you know, you left, right? So, my own two cents. I still, yeah. Okay. I still have um i think i've got a good background yeah um i have people follow me that are in bands bigger than cradle of filth yeah who have said well you know i've got lots of albums that have your voice on it blah 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 blah. i support you i think you're great and it's lovely it's absolutely lovely to hear but people like to name drop yep and I know for a fact, without, again, living in La La Land, mm-hmm. I know that the moment I stopped working with Cradle of Filth, I probably had one or 2,000 people delete my profile because I was no longer uh, in the limelight, as it were. I was a nobody. To some people, I'm still a nobody, and that suits me fine. Again, your opinion. Um, I'm not here to be a somebody. I'm very comfortable with who I am, what I am, and what I've done. Uh, I don't need anyone's approval. Um, oh. But it was quite sad to lose some people supporting you. But I think it's genuinely because I was no longer a name drop. And it happens to a lot of people. It happens to a lot of musicians. You're, you know, you're the talk of the town one minute, and then someone else comes along, and now you're forgotten. Yeah. But I'm still proud of what I've done, and um, I'm, I'm not really bothered about the fame thing at all. I was when I was younger, but a lot of people, no, actually that's a lie, a few people um, ruined that for me, um, and I wasn't in the right frame of mind to to shrug it off or anything. I just quit. Before, like, I can't deal with this crap anymore. There's more to life, much more to life. Can I ask um, one more question, Guy, before I throw it over to you? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, um, So, Sarah, what actually made you decide to uh, come back, as it were? Well, there's there's a few things. So, um, number one, um, the fans. Uh, I I don't like using the word fans. I really, really don't. Supporters. Mm -hmm. Um, The people that have backed me for so, so long. They kept asking, why aren't you doing anything? When are you going to do something? Um, I didn't have an answer. But I really wanted to tell them something. But I'd say that 50% of that was support from a fan base that I'd built up over 20-odd years, you know. And then this lovely girl comes into my life. No, it's not you, Curtis. No, it's not (laughs) nodding my head I know I know this lovely girl comes into my life who I've spent um so many years not having anything to do with and obviously you know this 
story. She knows this story and she doesn't take offence to it and nobody else should take offence to it. But yeah, so Lindsay, she'd messaged me a few times and I didn't really have anything to do with her. It's not because of her. It was because I didn't want anybody knowing what I was doing in my personal life connected to her. Um, so I spent a long time not having anything to do with her, but in a, in a nice way. And then when I found out that she had left, I thought, okay, well, we can now, if there is any reason to be friends or any connection. So I think... I think I messaged her, I don't know, I, I can't remember. Or she might have messaged me and I thought, well, let's talk. And then she was very, very supportive. We we talked a lot, a hell of a lot. And um, she was extremely supportive and she kept saying to me, now I don't agree with this at all. She used the word legend. Legend. Right? And she used the word queen. <laughs> And all these other <laughs> yucky, yucky words I totally disagree with. And she's like, you were there from the very beginning. You were one of the first voices doing this, you know, operatic stuff in black metal, extreme metal, blah, blah. She was just really, really supportive. And she said, people want you back. And I thought, oh, I still consider myself to be um, a has-been. And again, I'm absolutely comfortable saying that. I'm not saying that because I want like a thousand people to go, no, no, you're not, you're, mm -hmm. that's how I do it. I'm, yep. if I was in any news, I am yesterday's news. Is there a need for me to do anything? And um, so she convinced me and then other people started convincing me and supporting me. I had people contribute money-wise to my setup at home. One of my friends, Matthias, uh, he used to be in hypocrisy. Um, he was phenomenal, supported me. Haven't seen him for years and years and years. And we've only just got in contact again, sort of like the last year, maybe year and a half. He supported me, helped me a little bit financially. Just there seemed to be this real push to get me doing something again. And then I just thought, okay, well, let's just give it a go. You know, uh, let's just give it a go. Uh, it's not up to me to decide whether I'm going to be successful or fail. I think success is in the head, personally. You know, um, mm -hmm. I'm happy with what I've done. And if it ends tomorrow, I've succeeded. Doesn't mean I've failed. And I yep. thought if I go in with that view, well, you know. So, yeah, Lindsay was fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And she still is. And she kicks me up the butt when I, you know, when I'm not feeling overly positive, but then I think I do that with her as well. And then I have Mortis there as well, who, you know, we're working together again and clearly he believes in me or he just wants me for cheap labor, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> you, you know, I've got all these people that are pushing and believing in me and supporting me. Charles, who is in mayhem, also extremely supportive. And even, you know, like I've spoken to Annabelle a few times, the new keyboard player for Cradle. <clears throat> someone that I don't know, but extremely supportive. And that's what it's about. It's about supporting each other. Yep. And I think 
when you form these little friendships, it's worth giving it a go. So, so that's why. That's why I thought, let's have a go. Let's see how far it goes. But as I said, if it ends tomorrow, I'm happy. You know, I think we've released three really good songs. There's always going to be people that hate you, but me and Chris have always said, as long as we're happy, that really is the main main thing for us. But I have a question, like one more before I give it back for the guy. I know I keep hogging it, guy. I'm sorry, but who the fuck oh, is okay. who is hating on you? There's no one hating on you. Who? No, there's not. But Good. there could be. There could be. Okay, I just wanted to make sure <laughs> that like, go find. Them. Yeah, I know I talk about it. I'm just trying to see it from both angles. Yeah. Okay. That's Fine. that's all, all it is. There. I don't know what news articles have been printed. I don't know who said what. In fact, I've not been on Blabbermouth for years. We will not, we will rectify that at some point. We will. But not one Blabbermouth have shown no interest in me. And I'm really sad because I miss the abuse. It's been a really long time since I've been abused on their message board. Come on, guys. You know? And just to say, if anyone says that I'm a pork pie munching monster, I don't eat meat. So you have to come up with something. It's been a long time. It's been a long time since I've been on Blabbermouth. And I was really hoping that Blabbermouth would say something negative, but they haven't. So I'm not popular. No, don't we, get we, me wrong. We, we will wrap I think Blabbermouth have, have, have done some really good stuff and they have actually supported me. It's you know the stupid comments that you get underneath um mm -hmm. so when you say oh who's hating on me there's probably loads i just haven't read it but again it actually doesn't bother me but i'm just throwing it out there you know okay. i'm seeing it from both angles you one person can say i'm a legend and the next person will turn around and go oh my god she sounds like a fart in a tunnel you know is that no, but seriously, I accept everyone's point of view. Don't mean I've got to, you know. Sorry. Professional sticker that sounds like art. <laughs> no. Hey, there's some really shitty perform. Right, guys, guys, there's some really shitty performances out there. There is, yeah. And I can that's, that's a nice pun. <laughs> dare you say that, Curtis? What? How bloody dare you? What? Oh my god, you just agreed with me. No, I, I was for you. I was meaning for other people. I thought you were talking about other um, people. I wasn't meaning you. Disgusting. You're fired, Curtis. I mean you. I was agreeing for other people. Oh my god. <laughs> right. No, no. You know, people upload footage on their mobile phones. Are you okay, Curtis? Yes, I'm fine. I'm laughing because you thought I was talking about you. Oh, no. <laughs> I knew you'd weren't. I knew you weren't. You wouldn't be that stupid, would you? No. Oh. Right. <laughs> right. No, no, no. Seriously, seriously, seriously. Let's go back to what I just said. So, the amount of footage that I'd seen uploaded on YouTube, guys. Do you need the toilet? Do you need the toilet? It looks like you're both going to wee yourselves. I'm laughing. I'm sorry, Sarah. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but let let let's be really serious really serious <laughs> right a lot of people upload mobile phone footage to youtube you're making me laugh i can't even say what i need to say you're making me laugh i'm sorry 
Right. Right. Shall I start again, children? Yes, I'm going to sit over here. I'm going to have my face out of the thing while you talk, okay? Okay. So a lot of people film their footage on mobile phones and they upload it to the internet. I can still see you, Curtis. I'm okay. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah. You too. So immature. Okay, I'm going to go to. <laughs> I'm back. I'm going to start again. Okay. So a lot of people upload really bad footage on their mobile phones where everything's distorted, none of the levels sound right. And uh, I'd say mine is probably the worst. You know, there's some horrendous footage out there where it, it sounds like, if I may be slightly blunt, I'm having something shoved up my bottom whilst hitting top C. That is how it feels. No, seriously. Guys, go and look for it. And I and do you know what? I can't um, justify myself to every single person that judges, me, uh, that judges me by that piece of footage that they found online or, or whatever, however it's been recorded. The one thing I can say is that when I was uh, in a band I was the bottom of the priority list when it comes to a sound check the very very bottom of the pile and if and and some of the road crew really did try to bend over backwards to give me a good sound but I'm standing next to a drum kit a massive drum kit it's all shooting down my microphone uh, I've got a singer who is shooting down my microphone, guitars. It's just impossible trying to sing operatically in a band where mm -hmm. there's six people blasting away. And it dramatically affected my performance, especially when I was never, hardly ever getting a decent sound check. So I just had to put up with it, shut up with it, you know, sorry, put up, shut up and hope that something came out okay very hard the amount of times I lost my voice you try and explain that to people they don't give a damn they don't give a damn all they know is that some you know some girl on stage screwing up sounds like crap you know so I don't know if there was a point to any of that but yeah um just as an aside on that um just I mean like okay so like if some like let's say somebody does upload something at some point like not necessarily you but a singer in general general when they're having an off night do you think people should try to get them to take it down or just ignore it or or what do you think uh say just use your brain yeah <laughs> you fair know, enough. It, it's gonna it's gonna go up there no matter what you know yeah. you're gonna be you're gonna be judged by all of this footage you know um, even if they're not filming and they're standing in the concert, I mean, oh God, the amount of times I would be on stage and I would um, sing my heart out and I'd have people come up to me after the show going, couldn't hear you. And I'd go up to the sound guy, our sound guy and go, why? Oh, you know, it was all right, blah, blah, blah. Because as a backing singer, you are bottom of the shit pile. You really are. You're not a priority. It's all about, without being rude to anybody, it's all about one person. It really, really is. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the time it really is. So, but then someone could turn around and go, well, how comes Nightwish doesn't have that problem or within temptation? And it's because maybe there's a bit more respect. Yeah. 
Fair enough. What else do we got for Sarah, Gaia? Okay, so this is a very, very, very important question for you. Uh, what is your favorite dinosaur? I had an ex-boyfriend in West Palm Beach. Okay, this is true. This is a true story. I used to date some guy in West Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he used to call me a Triceratops because the name Sarah was in it. Yeah. Uh, so I've got to because it's got my name in it I don't have a five favourite dinosaur to be fair mm. um, that's a really rubbish question as well Gaia I'm sorry <laughs> I love dinosaurs <laughs> what a waste of life god um, triceratops there we go I don't know okay. why yeah, yeah triceratops I think they're cool is that what you've got in your hand yeah it's a little one so then you must think i'm a dinosaur as well because he did as well because <laughs> he could get a ceratops oh my god this is hilarious you knew i was gonna say that didn't you it's like, yeah i was i had it just for you thank you thank so, you so so to, so to wrap up i just want to tell people to uh Listen to the C Squared Underground Music Special compilation when it comes out on September 17th, I think it is. We got a lot of other great bands on there as well. Uh, Sarah's song, All Eyes on Me, is freaking phenomenal. You can actually watch the video right now as well with a whole bunch of different bands in it, uh, lip syncing along. Um, and Gaia's in it too, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Gaia is in it. So Gaia is, is in it. Is it a bad mm-hmm. time? I'm not wearing any mm-hmm. underwear. <laughs> That's perfect timing. Perfect. perfect. (laughs) So we're going to end off the podcast now. Thank you, Sarah, for coming on. We really appreciate it. We're going to have to have you back at some point. Do I press the off button? No, I'm doing it. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on your platform of choice. You can also join the conversation by following us on any social media and suggesting guests or topics you'd like to learn more about. Thanks for listening to C-Squared.